there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. Welcome to Alan Eyre. Today we have 25% of Westlife on board. He's sold millions and millions of records all over the world. And he's recently blew our minds when he was revealed as Robo Bunny on The Masked Singer. OMG. It is, of course, Mark Mahealy. This is the final boarding call for passengers Mount Mahaley. I repeat, this is the final boarding call Mount Mahaley. Thank you. Guess who we've got on board? Mark Fahili. Hello, how are you? Great, how are you? I'm fantastic. It's lovely to see you in person, especially. Oh, thank you. Thank you for flying Alan Air. <laughs> thank you. Would you like a hot towel and some nuts? Oh, I love a hot towel, yeah, to wipe all the makeup off. What, where have you been? From last night. Oh. No, I'm joking. No, <laughs> genuinely, though, we, we get on planes a lot having sort of been rushed from a TV studio or wherever. Yeah. And then the hot towel is the moment you just get to wipe all the dirt <laughs> off your face. You know, like it could have, or you know, I mean, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you know, you might've done, a, say a meet and greet at an album signing. You might've yeah. kissed 2,500 people in Manchester. Yeah. have been waiting in a queue for like three hours. So I'm smelly, they're smelly. Yeah. And so that hot towel is actually valuable, very valuable to yeah. me on so, certain occasions anyway. And you never know as well, kissing all those people, you might get a cold sore. Well, yeah, I am prone to them, so... I'm prone to them, oh, yeah. yes! It's funny, because actually, I was thinking earlier, um, one of my earliest holiday memories is um, my dad had a caravan, and so sometimes just for the weekend, we would just go to another part of Sligo. Like We didn't even make the effort to go outside the county. Um, but we used to go to Ross's Point. I mean, it's literally 10 minutes from our house, but yeah. you know, it still felt like a holiday, to be honest. 
But I remember I got my first ever cold sore and I didn't know what it was and it was getting sore and sore in the evening. But then in the middle of the night, it was literally like someone was <coughs> slipped my lip open with a razor blade and was pouring salt onto my oh, lip. Oh, no. And I, I, I didn't know what it was. So I was freaking out. I went delirious and I just like was demanding to go home. All I wanted to do was go home to my house. <laughs> you know, and this is like at half four in the morning. There was no um, Zavirax or Zavirax no, or whatever. kids today, they don't know, they don't know the half yeah, of it. I mean, my granny brought Zavirax back from Spain, whereas, which is where... That's the first time I ever heard of it. Sounds like, it was like met a man over there. Brought <laughs> yeah. Zavorak back. Lovely man. Yeah, that's her Greek lover. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, she brought it back and all of a sudden, because I used to just put like, um, what was it? What was the aftershave? The Jean-Paul Gaultier one with the blue, blue oh, and grey. Yeah, yeah. I used to put that in my finger and dab it onto my cold sore. Ouch. And it would, it would hurt, but then it would feel like the cold sore is dying. So butch. Until, the, the, until Zavrax came back from Greece. <laughs> Good afternoon, Pat. This is your captain speaking. First, I'd like to welcome everyone on Allen Air Flight 86A. We are currently cruising at an altitude of 33,000 feet at an airspeed of 400 miles per hour. What's one of your favourite places to go on holiday? Um, well, actually, talking about Greece, I for, for a long, long time, I used to go to Mykonos. Um, yeah. I think that like lately it's definitely become more like when I first went there, it was like nobody knew about it. Only yeah, the, only the few yeah. hundred people that happened to somehow find it, you know, and there wasn't loads of flights there from Ireland and the UK. Yeah. And obviously, like if I go on holidays, it's great to be like it was just like Americans, Italian, like it was a different. Yeah, you bunch. could be so, a bit more of a holiday just, maker. Yeah, yeah just, just chill out and relax and sort of not be too worried or whatever um, about getting drunk <laughs> and, um, so yeah Mykonos was, was great but I haven't been there in a while um, I mean I don't know I, I, I love travelling down around Southeast Asia like I first kind of was introduced to that via the band and by, via touring but um, I certainly have gone back there quite a lot India actually a couple of times I went to I went to this amazing detox place in Goa um, I don't know I don't know why I went to detox. It's not like I no. At the time though, I would have been after the end of a long summer. Let's just put it yeah, that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I was single and young, whatever. No, I wasn't single, but I was um, young, younger. Is it all juicing, or is it when they have the thing up the? Because my <clears throat> my ex once wanted me to go and have things put up me by me and um, <laughs> Mykonos. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, not that. It was a pipe. Thank you. Um, but that's not my idea of fun, having yeah, a colonic. Because well, I, I mean, had it once and the woman said, someone had cherry tomatoes last night. Oh and I thought, no, no, no. No, 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 no. I mean, that that's on the menu, but um, <laughs> menu. certain people would decide to go to offer that or not. Yeah. Um, but that was amazing because, I don't know, there was something really, like it's literally like this really simplistic, like it's lovely and everything, but it's really back to basics. Oh, it's like this kind of big beach hut on the edge of a beach in Goa. And it's just you and the pipe. No, I'm joking. No, but they do. They do, um, they do a lot of um, other stuff. Like they do special menus, nutrition, and it's all about like giving your stu- your in- in- digestive system a break. And you're in India, and the sun is there. And um, there was a beach just across the kind of you know a hedge or whatever. And there was these cows roaming around the beach. Yeah, um, it was just a really different experience. And one that I probably would remember more than most, you know, just because it was so unique. Like for yeah. me, if something is really unique, you're obviously going to be 
more inclined to remember it than just, you know, a holiday that you've done hundreds of times or whatever. Because when you say India, that cliche comes out, oh, it is an assault of the senses. But it is when you go there. There's elephants, there's cows, <clears throat> the colours are gorgeous, the foods, the smell, the taste. It is. It's proper. It's like sensory yeah. overload. I love India. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I adore it as well. I mean, I'm I'm a bit of a kind of culture junkie in that sense. Like, I love, I love like, just leave me, drop me in the middle of, like, the maddest city ever. And I will just love... Mm all of the stuff that ensues you know like the craziness the taxis the Bangkok like Bangkok yeah I, I like crazy, all of those yeah. places you know I mean there's certain people that I would never send there but there's other people that I know kind of like me that would love just the whole chaos of it all yeah. um, you know and like Mumbai in India like the first time we went there as a band it was like just mind blown um, and I've gone back there again to get it it's like I want to get that feeling again of being in mm. Mumbai you know the, right beside that Taj Palace Hotel and um, then we went out to Goa, which is very different. Goa yeah. is like quiet and beach, kind of beachside kind of resorts and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, all of them are without fail. It's a very special place like India is. It's not for, it's, I mean, it's not for everyone in the sense that if you're, if you're sort of not able to get stuck in. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you want to just get your hot towel handed to you and sort of, and everything is as you know it back home, then... Yeah. It's not probably advisable, but for me, I loved it because I love, I just love seeing anything different to where I grew up, you know. Tell us somewhere that's been really disappointing that you got, oh, what a dump. <laughs> well, <clears throat> so <laughs> normally, like between myself and Kayla, my other half, I'd be the sort of the travel agent one in the relationship. Like yeah. I'd book everything, like I go sort of, above board I will look at every hotel in the yeah. country you know and then I look at the reviews and then I'll go back and double check you're just again. like me that's I'm really the one yeah. yeah when I was with Paul that's what I used to do and um, so I would be extra extra kind of vigilant and because I've had experiences where you know I haven't been that vigilant or whatever and I've ended up in a place that was horrible you know yeah so um this Christmas anyway I don't know how many years ago it's only about four or five years ago Caden was like do you know what just let me book it and I was like, yeah, cool, okay, whatever. What could, go, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> so Caden sort of booked, like, it was on, I won't say the the, the airline, but it's like a, a, an all kind of inclusive package where you get the flight and the and the hotel and the transfers and everything all in the one sort of package. And um, it was in Cancun in Mexico. And so we arrived and I was really looking forward to it. I mean, we'd never really been to that side of the world before um, on holidays, certainly, and... We just arrived and immediately, you know, first of all, like around the pool, it was just kind of like, you know, and they were fantastic for like 24 hours, but then the <laughs> second and the third day, but it was like a load of kind of old age pensioners behaving like they're on spring break, you know, there was like, you know, like the band ZZ Top with the big, with yeah, the, yeah. there was a guy like that sort of sitting at the bar and he just had like pints of cocktails <laughs> or pictures of cocktails in his hand. He was just downing them because it was all like yeah. quote unquote free or whatever. And um, then there was, you know, like there was like granny's twerking in the, in the next to the pool and, you know, all sorts of stuff floating in the pool. And then, we, oh, you know, no. it's like we went for breakfast and let's say there was, or let's say we went for lunch and there was like chicken yeah. and then you go back for dinner in the evening and it's like the same chicken that oh. wasn't used from lunch chopped up. And it just, after about three days, our bodies literally started feeling like something's <laughs> wrong, you know, as in like, oh I felt God. like, we felt like, and it wasn't like, oh, I feel sick or something or I feel weak. What organ failure was it? It honestly, it felt more like my body is telling me to like get out of this hotel, <laughs> like, you know, um, you know the way they say your stomach has a brain. Yeah, my, yeah. It was having a, a meltdown. <laughs> um, and so we, 
We effectively I'm you were sick watching old granny twerking. <laughs> um, that was one of the best bits, to be fair. But um, we we ended up just complaining and complaining and complaining to the point where they just gave us our money back for the rest of the trip. Yeah. So we only spent like three or four days there and we ended up flying to Miami instead and checking oh. into like a hotel that I, I knew was great. And I was like, right, that's it. You're very good at many things, but I'm booking the holidays from now on. Excuse me. Excuse me. The lady in row C. The elderly lady. Can you please stop twerking? Thank you. He's putting people off their panini. Can you stop it, please? Have you ever been on holiday with a celebrity? I've definitely been in a lot of nice places with celebrities. I mean, you know, if you counted all of those big Simon Cowell parties that happen in Barbados every yeah. year and all that. Um, but there was one time, actually, when I was in Barbados and it wasn't that Simon Cowell party thing, but it was it was just during New Year's or whatever. And I'd, I'd been there for a couple of days and we came home from, myself and Caden came home from, a night out. We were staying in this lovely hotel and the balcony was like right on the beach, you know, mm. as you would imagine, a really lovely, dreamy kind of um, Barbados hotel. And we were sitting on the balcony. Like sometimes you could have like a little nightcap on the balcony, you know what I mean? Before mm. you go to bed. And we were sitting on the balcony and, you know, the beach and the kind of coconut falling and all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden I just heard this like kind of London accent or, you know, whatever. And I was like, I think I recognise that. And I started whispering again. I was like, honestly, you never know who that could be. Just like, and then it was like twenty minutes later. I was like, I think that might be Talisa. I, I just, I, and, and he was like, you know what? I think you're right. And then we gradually, we were whispering. She didn't even know we were there. So I was like, if we don't say something soon, we're going to be really weird. Like, and then, um, I, I, whatever. Anyways, one of us popped her head around the corner, and all of a sudden we were climbing across our balcony onto Talisa's balcony and we spent about three hours on her balcony like drinking with her and having a laugh and she she does an amazing Irish accent by the way she's one of those Irish accents that like she she could be Irish um, and she was just lovely I mean I never actually had met her before you know and, she, and like we kind of just barely recognised each other when I stuck my head around the corner of the balcony and um, we had a great laugh Hello, ladies and gentlemen, as we have a member of Westlife on board, you'll be pleased to know we're flying with wings <laughs> rather than without wings, flying without wings. <laughs> Enjoy your flight. Did you ever have a holiday romance? Um, not really, to be honest with you. Um, no. Not even I mean, in Mykonos? No, never in Even Mykonos, I got no. lucky in Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, honestly... <laughs> Not really. Um, oh, I probably have. Like, there was a little stint in between my two long-term boyfriends okay. um, where I was single for a while. And I wouldn't say romance, just sort of <laughs> encounters. Casual sex. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there was a couple well, of... No, I mean, I'm not... I don't want, like, full-on, you know, explicit. Well, I mean, maybe a kiss from a waiter. Well, you know you know the scene, I don't know if it's at the beginning or the end of Greece where, like, Danny and Sandy have that perfect like, kind of summer romance. <laughs> I definitely haven't experienced that. Oh, no. You know, so unfortunately, there's no um, there's no kind of lovely romantic sunset kind of stories. Oh, okay. Um, oh. Unfortunately, you know. I so kind like of a like, fiddle behind a bin. Well, basically, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But I, you know... I, I was like, okay, this is the first time I've ever been out and single, yeah. you know, after my first relationship. And it was all a bit of a novelty for a minute. But mm. then I was like, hang on a minute, this is actually pretty crap. Like, you know, so yeah, then I started yeah. frantically searching for someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the most decadent hotel experience for you? Where have you been blown away? We've had beaches made of marble. We've had jacuzzis so, that come out the ceiling. Well, it was so at the beginning of the band, like, I mean, 
I used to just go home to Sligo anytime we had time off. But some of the boys, you know, and they had girlfriends at the time and stuff, so they were going off on these romantic holidays and stuff. And I think it was actually Nicky that went to this island. I think it's called Frigate or Frigate or something like that um, off the Seychelles and Nicky I think had been there for his honeymoon and I was like lads you're the ones that go to like you know the Maldives and all this yeah. can you tell me somewhere to go I want to go on one of those holidays Yeah, and um, they sent me to this place so you land in some airport close to the Seychelles and um, then you get a helicopter over to this island and there's only like a handful of people on the island but there's like there's basically like one of the coolest things I've definitely ever seen is there was like this private beach down these steps and there's a little sign at the top of the steps and whoever gets to the beach first you just put like a do not disturb sign on the beach wow so so you've got the entire beach to yourself Um, So that was pretty cool. And also, you know, you kind of go fishing and then in the evening in the restaurant, they're like literally cooking the fish Mm. that you caught that day. And it was pretty cool. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I definitely would prefer to be nearly getting hit by a taxi in the middle of Mumbai. There's another time, another Mykonos story, actually, where there's a very famous little piano bar in the island that people go to... Oh, I don't near the windmills. Um, yeah, yeah, cl- yeah, exactly. Well, it's basically a little. Uh, no, it's. Uh, are you laughing? <laughs> everything oh. is right next to those windmills. I know, no, but um, yes. Um, <laughs> but anyways, this it's a little piano bar. It's beautiful. I think it's closed down now. Um, and it's just run by this little old gay couple, and then they always bring over these American singers from Broadway and stuff, proper like show busy kind of singers and they're hilarious and fabulous in camp. But anyways, like I got to know the owners and they always give us like our little seat in the mm. corner to make sure that, you know, oh no, this is Mark or whatever, let's make sure he comes in every night, let's take care of him. <laughs> and so I was sitting in our little special seat in the corner and all of a sudden the the owner, um, I think his name is Nico or Nico, and mm. um, he came over and he said, Mark, do you mind... Um, if you can share the seat, and I was like, I was like, yeah, okay. He was like, no, it's uh, it's because Queen Latifah is here, and we want to. And I was like, get her over here right now. Of course, I want to share my seat with Queen Latifah, you know. And so she basically kind of came in with like twelve people, and but I was like, take the bloody seats, you know, yeah, I don't care. Queen and um, so she came in and sat down, and we were just, I mean, they were they were just like a a bunch of schoolmates on holidays yeah. type thing, you know, really like chilled. And we ended up chatting away and then everyone was getting up singing and we were singing on, we, we got up and sang with the kind of the mad Broadway, it's not mad, very fabulous Broadway singer. Yeah. And um, we kind of spent the night or definitely a couple of hours with yeah. Queen Latifah and her friends. And I mean, they were, were having a lot of fun. Do you know what I mean? They were, they yeah. were a great laugh. But um, was she, she, like, was, she, nice? she was so lovely. She was like the sensible one. She was still letting her hair down and yeah. stuff, but she was like the sensible one. Obviously, she she knew that nobody was looking at the other people, but everyone was looking at her yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she, was, she, was, she was really lovely, actually. You know, like, there's not many people... Well, there is a, a decent amount. I mean, you, you've met them all anyway, but there's, every now and again you'll meet someone who's really sincere and she just felt like the real deal and she was yeah. really welcoming. A lot of people can be extremely like cold Snooty. and standoffish. And, yeah, I'm sick of yeah, that. Yeah, I hate that. So she was... Jane she was, McDonald's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I love Jane. <laughs> now, did you go on holiday with Mariah Carey in Capri? So we basically, I mean, it was kind of, it was... I forgot about this. (laughs) Sorry. Um, We're working our way up, so we're going to Talisa, (laughs) to Queen Latifah, and now it's Mariah, okay? (laughs) Who's next? I don't know. We basically recorded the duet we done with her in, she she had a house at the time anyway. Is that the one in the video? Who was looking at her tits? (laughs) So everyone says that that Brian was looking at her boobs, yeah? yeah? I mean, to be honest with you, 
we all were. Like, yeah. Because, and, and to be honest, like, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of funny, but like Mariah's very playful and I think that she, she, she's not, she doesn't naively dress. Oh, I know, she's not she, wearing she that knows top what because, she's, yeah, yeah, she knows how she dresses. It wasn't and, a chunky knit cardigan <laughs> and a pair of Crocs, was it? I mean, it was like, yeah. So yeah, but anyways, um, it was a very lovely outfit that she was wearing and I mean, you know, some of the lads obviously just spent a couple of seconds too long lingering why not or whatever um but uh yeah but that was funny i mean i think somebody had to airbrush brian's eyes slightly to the left in one in the in the artwork for the single because his, his eyes look really weird and they have been like played with in, in the he was still looking at the tits even the photo my I mean, yeah. god <laughs> excuse me sir sorry we don't do slippery nipples we only do water Wine and beer. Yes, thank you. No slippery nipples. And that includes the ones on my chest, you pervert. Apart from that, yes. um, we ha- we got... I mean, so we landed and the first thing we done, there was no studio or anything yet. We just kind of like... There's no big roads and stuff in Capri. So you're kind of brought down and off caddy cars and all this kind of stuff. And we eventually got to this little restaurant and you're going through these little gates and Mariah was just sitting there, like full blown, like massive hair and dress. I was like, it was like something, you know, a music video. Of, yeah. And um, we all sat down and we just had like had dinner with Mariah Carey in this gorgeous little Italian restaurant where everyone kind of knew her name. And it was all like Mariah. Oh. And, but nobody was fussing. It was like she knew them all really well. And then yeah, yeah. we had a, like whatever, a few drinks, but like just only a few. And then she was like, OK, I'll see you guys in the morning or whatever. So then the next day we went up to her house, which is like this. It takes about 5,000. Well, to be honest with you, there's probably like a driveway that goes straight to the front door. But yeah. for some reason, she sent us up this like 5,000 step journey yeah. to get there. And we just got to this beautiful house on the top of yeah. a cliff, on the edge of a cliff. Mm. Big, huge recording studio in it. And we kind of spent half the time recording and making up backing vocals. And the rest of the time just having dinner. Oh. And she, it felt like, she, it just kind of felt like she needed to talk to a bun- like a bunch of regular people. Yeah, of I course, felt like she yeah. was glad to get away from like what I can imagine her life was in America and everything. Yeah, yeah. And just be like on a little island and just actually, like we, as much as we were in over and this is Mariah Carey, we also, there's part of us that have never been phased by all that either. Mm, so yeah. it was a kind of a bit of both and I think she probably just enjoyed the, the normality of it. I've on, had, on I, the normality of like a mansion on the cliff in Capri. Yeah, I mean, she's Mariah, isn't she? I mean, I, I've had a dinner with her and she's really down to earth yeah, and she's, she's really funny. lovely. Yeah, really funny. Got great sense of humour. It's not sort of what you expect and she really takes the piss out of herself. And yeah, she does. And I think there's just a sense that she really does want to hold on to her her normality, you know, yeah, amongst all of the madness. Yeah. And that's probably, it's quite a, it's quite yeah. a nice quality, you know. How rogue do you go with foreign food? Will you try street food? Will you have the insects? Will you have... So, well, so Caelan, once again, is going to kill me because... So Caelan lived in Thailand for, like, a year and a half or something. Um, he ran, like, a, like he was worked in a hotel over there. And so he he is one of these people that he has to order the snails or the whatever. And so he was telling me that he used to prefer going and getting, like, chicken's feet... On the side of the street, off a street vendor oh, in Thailand, no, that's my, honestly. and and instead of going to like a restaurant, you know, he, like he preferred it. So he will always go for the, the you know the whatever the the, oh. the, the live. You no know, way. Whatever. He just he will he'll always go for it. Like it's like, and he'll always say, "Oh, I wish I didn't order this," but he always will go for it. You know, we're in France. I remember one time in Paris, and he ordered this big massive bowl of like garlic snails, and I mean. Are you like, adventurous? Will you have a snail? No, not a chance. No, I mean, I I worked my way up sort of gradually from like prawns to like I'd have like 
I'll prawns. have like the black cod in, in Nobu, but I won't eat normal cod. That's adventurous for yeah. you, prawns. Yeah, basically. So a prawn cocktail for you is like a bush tucker trial. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And all the Mary Rose sauce. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, you are crazy. <laughs> anyways, no, I mean, in fairness, I grew up pretty much on a bit of a chicken and chips kind of vibe when I was young yeah I mean you know yeah a lot of like for whatever reason not many people in my family were big fish eaters um so um so yeah I did I went to you know Benny Hanna the restaurant um where they cook the food in front of you and when I seen the prawns being cooked so okay actually they look nice I'll give them a shot Mm. and I was like oh my god they're amazing so you know I definitely have got I mean I eat I eat sashimi now which is raw fish you know I'm not like I'm I'm slowly but surely opening up and all this travel that I'm doing of course helps you know to, to kind of try things but I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself adventurous but I'm no. certainly more adventurous than I used to be because we had Damon Albarn here he had monkey brain soup well I've heard about that I've heard I've heard some weird stories I'm not saying this is what he had but I've heard stories where they kind of where they oh, I don't even know if I want to say this but like they, they eat the, the monkey's brain like out of oh no maybe this is like a movie that I've seen I think you've watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom are they eating a monkey's yeah. brain out of like an, and the monkey's head is wedged in the table yes that's okay. it yes right, so you've, sorry I've seen it in a movie you've fallen asleep watching Indiana Jones <laughs> and you've um, had a yeah. false memory too many easter eggs <laughs> <laughs> and then he had um, a shark that someone's pissed on I mean and he was like fermented like, with piss yeah and he was like he tries everything Damon honestly I was nearly sick in my mouth and, and what did he gone. feel about the the shark he said he loved it. Oh, really? Yeah. I Interesting. Do it no, I would see. No. I would just. I mean, yeah. No. When you're 100, where do you want to be? Say you're sitting on a rocking chair. You have got <clears> the rug over you. Where in the world do you want to be? You got all your faculties. You that, got does, a bag. That, does that mean I? Can, does that mean I can function properly? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's it. You got all your faculties. I don't know. Like, I mean, I do think that certain parts of America, when it comes to the retirement vibes. Um, they seem to do it really well. You know, yeah. this idea that you kind of recede onto the outskirts of society and you slowly like people start seeing you less and you're just like in your house more and you don't leave the house. Mm. Whereas you see a lot, it's not just America, but it, it seems to be really in your face in America that mm. like the retired people like live their life to the mm. full and they have these gorgeous retirement condos and developments mm. and they're on, they have both. Like personally, I'd like to just have as little stress as possible in my life. Well, you're a hundred, love. You're a hundred. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm probably going to be stressed out about different stuff. <laughs> so, I don't know. I suppose I'd like to be... Europe a, a, in America. Maybe somewhere, just definitely by the ocean, you know, um, and just kind of everything's at, at a, like arm's reach. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, or else I have people bringing it to me, maybe. <laughs> I think you're overthinking the hundred. Like, it's just sort of the place. I don't want to know. Now, I've got right, my okay. colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci. Gucci. Um, <laughs> no, Gift um, from Mariah. <laughs> she sends me one every year. Yeah. Um, she's 110. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, okay, I'm just by the beach somewhere in, in, in America, but I want to, I want lots of stuff going on. I don't want to be looking at like a blanket. No, you need stimulation. Yes. I bet you'll be twerking like that old woman. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be in the all-inclusive in Cancun. People will be complaining about you. <laughs> Look at that man twerking <laughs> in that wheelchair. <laughs> Have you ever had any nightmares? Have you ever lost your luggage or forgotten your passport? Are you quite um, organised? I would be very organised and probably even a little, like, nearly annoyingly so to people around me. Um, Only because I just, I don't know, I used to be really unorganised and I then learnt that if I don't get organised, my whole life's going to be just chaotic all the time. So I'm organising to, 
prevent stress, you know. Mm. But then the one time I will lose my passport or forget it, then I get absolutely hammered because, all oh, right, okay, Mr. F- you know, Mr. Perfect yeah, has forgot yeah. his passport. Um, so people love that. But um, not, not really. One, one tip I would say is to definitely never put your laptop into your suitcase and check it in, which is what I done because if you're in the wrong country or passing through the wrong country and they see it on the radar, you know, they just they just have the laptop, you know. No yeah, way. Yeah, it happened to me one time actually um, going on holidays and I just never even thought twice, stuck the laptop in my suitcase so like I'm not carrying that around on the no, plane. No, of course. And then got there and there was no laptop and then I realised that, of course, like we were transiting through a country yeah. and so there's like minimum risk for them because... How do, how do I know where who took the yeah, laptop and yeah, what yeah, country yeah. it happened in? So it would be hard to prove. And so they obviously just seen it on some sort of scan and just took it out. And that was it. Oh, what an arsehole. Yeah, Who absolutely. would do that? You know, when you're travelling and in a boy band, do, you have, do they sort all your travel out for you? Do they have it all, an itinerary and everything? Yeah. Is it quite restrictive? <clears throat> it's basically, I mean, so if I give you an example, which is one of the, for me, one of the worst things, not ever that's happened to me, but it was a horrible thing. They used to put like 18 months worth of schedule, you know, in front of you on this big, huge, like, you know, loads of A4 pages all in a pile. And that was your life, like dictated on black and white on a page. And they had things like go to the gym 8.30 Monday, go to the gym 8.30 a.m. Thursday, breakfast before, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know what I want for breakfast tomorrow. And, and, And it's in the diary for six months from now, you know? Yeah, yeah. And just the thought that your life is that planned out, you know, there's no spontaneity at all. Like, you know, so I definitely didn't shine to that as much as some people might. I yeah, really yeah. didn't like it. And so now I lo- I mean, I am just really, maybe to a stubborn point, like independent now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's kind of how I, that's that's where I'm happy is when I'm, you know, in control of my own destiny and um, in control of my own movements and breakfast. <laughs> How crazy do you go on holiday? Do you have a skinny dip? Well, Are you a nudist? I, I would love to, but I'd be afraid that that would be the one bloody time that there'd be a, a photographer somewhere. Yeah. It's actually, a, I mean, I wasn't naked, but there was another Barbados story where um, <laughs> we went out one time paddleboarding. Yeah, 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 they yeah. used to call it SUP when it came out first anyway, but um, I was there with Keen and Jody actually in Barbados and we went out and then we were out way out in the sea on these paddle boards. Oh, no. Now, thankfully, I was wearing like one of those kind of wetsuit things, short wetsuits. And the next thing we seen the speedboat like going over and back. And the next thing I realised that there was paparazzis on it, you know. Oh, God. And so, basically, I just got off the thing and went into the water and I just stayed <laughs> under the water <laughs> until I was 100% sure that they were gone. And I was like, I literally, I was in the water for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And I was, I was just like paddling around going, are they gone yet? Are they gone yet? Because I was just like, there'll be a picture of me looking like some whale trying to get one leg up on the surf, oh. on the surfboard. Oh, and please. No, but like, it's like, even no matter what, even the fittest person, they'll get a picture of them bending over and it'll look horrendous. Oh, no one looks good getting out of a sun lounger, even the body you know coach. I mean? I mean, especially when you get your back fat caught in the slats. <laughs> Has ever happened to you? The sun lounger gets up with you. You're like a snail. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I stayed underwater literally until they left and it was a very long time um, and finally then kind of got out of the water and legged it back to my hotel room. Oh no, would you, um, that they got pictures of you, were you in the No, the, there's genuinely, there's pictures of me and all you can see is my head sticking oh, right. out of the water. Keen and Jody are like on the surfboards or whatever and I'm just like there, just a little head bobbing in the, in, <laughs> in the water. bobbing up but, um, and down. Like I, the time I told you before with that private beach, yeah. you know, on the island, I mean, it's a perfect time to, to go skinny dipping. Yes, yeah. But I was just like, this will be the one time. Yeah, some, I know. 
you know, mother, whatever. Because in Mykonos, you have the nudist beach, didn't you? What do you have? Super, what was it? Oh, oh. Super Paradise. I don't yeah. No, I actually genuinely haven't ever been to that. But, um, but I've, I've been, I'm no, I mean, like. they walking up and down naked. <laughs> I'm a keen naturist. Yeah, yeah, swinging. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, no, but, you always get someone bending over, putting in a swing ball, don't you, on a nudist camp? It's always the worst. It's always the worst people who go nude. It depends on what you're into, Alan, you know. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but to be honest, anywhere you go in Europe, every beach is like semi-nudist anyway, isn't know, it? I so, know, I know. But um, maybe no, not in uh, Sligo. No, I, I just wouldn't. No, Ross's point in Sligo, pretty much definitely have to wear clothes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, or you get arrested. But um, I just, I'm too afraid of like getting photographed. And like, I never ever get photographed. So I don't have any reason to think that. But still, the one the, day. The one know, time you get your willy out, <laughs> papped. Your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Now we're about to start our descent. If you can put your tray table up and your window up, that would be lovely. lovely. And we start our quick fire quiz. Mozzie guard or no thanks, I'm hard. Absolutely mozzie guard. New York or LA? New York. Full English breakfast or full moon party? Full moon party. Mojito or mint tea? Mojito. St Lucia or St Ives? Well, I don't really know much about St Ives. St Lucia. Okay. Mackie D's or local delicacies? Uh, local delicacies, <laughs> definitely. You. And then finally, tip them or fuck them? Tip them. Unless they're Shit. one of those rude wait- waiters or waitresses, in which case, fuck them. Fuck good. I Absolutely. like your style. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for flying Alan Air. Thank you for having me. It's been a lovely trip. <laughs> Thank you for flying Alan Air. Thank you so much. I'd love you to rate the podcast. We'd love five stars. Ops. And uh, just keep coming back because we love having you on board. Alan Air. Alan Air.